Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports and learn about the business side of sports. I'm your host, Tola Ugunlewe, and this is episode 691. Nobody can put pressure on you. Every struggle is a blessing and it's always okay to walk away. She is the first swimmer to win three individual gold medals at one Olympic Games. All our winning times were Olympic records. Today on the show, American icon Debbie Mayer. For an athlete who achieved so much in the world of swimming, Debbie Mayer doesn't get the recognition she deserves. But that's the thing with great athletes they don't care about recognition they care about results and having fun if the recognition comes that's fine but for many of them if you chase the recognition first then of course you don't necessarily have fun to think that debbie struggled with asthma all through her career makes her achievements all the more remarkable her career didn't last a decade like many of the swimming greats but boy did she make a lasting impression at the 1967 pan-american games as a 15 year old she set world records in the 400 and 800 meter freestyle races at the u.s olympic trials for the 1968 olympic games she set world records in the 200 400 and 800 meter freestyle races whenever there's hype around an athlete that hype usually comes with pressure like it's just how it works whether the athlete can now perform under the pressure is a totally different conversation. You see, for Debbie, it was never in doubt. As faith would have it, the 200 and 800 meter events were added to the women's Olympic calendar. You see, prior to 1968, women could only perform in the 100 and 400 meter freestyle races. As a 16 year old high school student, let me repeat that as a 16 year old high school student, Debbie won gold in the 200, 400, and 800 meter freestyle events. The first swimmer ever to accomplish such a feat. Like the first swimmer to ever do that. She also set Olympic records in all of those events. Her earlier difficulty with asthma would go on to serve her in Mexico City, which of course is in high altitude. Unlike other athletes who had difficulty breathing, Debbie was used to it, having dealt with asthma throughout her career. This was also in addition to her suffering severe stomach infections in the process. She became an instant superstar at the age of 16. Between 1967 and 1969, she set 15 world records. In 1968, she became the youngest ever winner of the James E. Sullivan Award, an award that is given to the outstanding American amateur athlete that particular year don't forget that she was only 16 years old attention quickly turned to the 1972 games and for debbie to you know achieve immortality in the sports if you can put it at that by you know retaining those are olympic medals but shockingly in january of 1972 she retired from the sport as she recalls it she lacked the passion and desire to keep training like the practices were no longer fun she wasn't 
I wasn't enjoying them. You know, I just decided, hey, I'm going to walk away. A coach at the time who would go on to coach Mark Spitz to seven gold medals at the 1972 Olympic Games said that as she decided to compete, she would have retained her Olympic gold medals in all of the three events that she won in 1968. But you see, for all of those achievements in 1977, still less than 30 years old, less than 30 years old, she was inducted into the International Swimming Hall of Fame. In 1986, the US inducted her into the United States Olympic Hall of Fame. Today, she's your mentor, guys. And there are three lessons that I wanted to learn from Debbie Mayer. Like, you know, I've said this so many times on the podcast. Like, I enjoy going back in time to, to study this old athlete. You know, where, like... It, we, I, I don't know how to explain it in the sense that nowadays uh, there, there's a lot of latitude for a lot of things that athletes do you know so athletes are giving a lot of room so whether rightly or wrongly you know that, that doesn't necessarily matter but athletes these days are giving a lot of room to to do so many things but then it was all about brute force first and foremost you didn't have the equipment right that we have now you didn't have the advancements in technology like we have now. There were so many things you didn't have then. So for all these old athletes to achieve what they did in the sport, like it's remarkable. I just I just have to put it out there. Like it is remarkable. And it's one of those things where you just have to hold your hand out and be like, just give them kudos. This is Debbie Mayer, right? 16 years old. Three gold medals at the Olympic Games. So at the... Uh, Tokyo Olympic Games are currently ongoing. There's one of the American athletes, um, um, forgotten her name now, where you know she won a gold medal, and of course she's only 17, and everybody was talking about her. So now imagine her winning three Olympic gold medals at the age of 16, and not necessarily at the age of 17. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Debbie Mayer is nobody can put pressure on you. Nobody can put pressure on you. So recently, I, I. I went to speak to a group of young footballers, you know, so ranging from 13 to about 17 years of age. You know, I was talking to them about what it would take to succeed in sports, what they needed to place their focus on, what they needed to place their attention on, and and a lot of those things, right? And one of the young boys, he couldn't have been more than 13. You could see that, yeah, I was a little shy, he was timid and all of that. And he asked me a question. He said, he said, coach, how do you deal with pressure? How do you handle pressure? You know, and it was such a fabulous question because even at that age, you could tell that in certain situations, he was already being put under pressure. Now, when this happened to Debbie Mayer, what Debbie said was that there are a lot of girls who would love to beat me. That puts pressure on me. But I just try to stay calm and set goals for myself. I just try to stay calm and set goals for myself. You see, the first way to deal with pressure is to identify where the pressure is coming from. If you can't identify where the pressure is coming from, then of course, we already have an issue. We already have a problem. So the first thing we want to identify, the first thing we want to know is where is this pressure coming from? When we have identified where the pressure is coming from, then of course, we can then say, okay, this is how we address it. So you see, the minute you find out where the pressure is coming from and it is not coming from you, then all you need to do is not pay attention from it to it. And I said this to so many athletes, like, okay, Glo, you tell me that pressure is coming from your parents. Why is pressure coming from your parents? 
they're not the ones competing right they'll say yes they're not the ones playing right they'll say yes they're not the ones who would achieve the result right they'll say yes i'm like okay so why are they putting pressure on you and what it usually comes down to is because a huge part of the financial body is being borne by the parents so because the parents are bearing the financial burden of training of competing of playing they kind of have expectations of their own for that child oh because i'm paying for this i want you to do this and what i tell the athletes immediately is that look one of the first things you have to find a way to do is to ensure that they are not the ones who are bearing the financial burden so if they cannot agree or accept to not put pressure on you then you need to find a way to ensure that they are not the one making the financial commitments for you because it's clear that the reason they're making the financial commitments for you is because they're paying for so many things so the first step guys is to identify where is the pressure coming from for debbie mayer the pressure was coming from others everybody wanted to beat her everybody was talking about how you know she's vulnerable she's beatable you can beat her you can do this you can do that and then she says but but i try to stay calm and set goals for myself so what's the goal that you have for yourself for your sport for that race that you're going to so the olympic games currently ongoing as you're listening to this right what's the goal that the athletes that are at the olympic games what's the goal that they have for themselves so when people say oh come back with gold come back with gold hey hey, that's your expectation right don't put pressure on me what i'm going there to do is to qualify for the finals by qualifying for the finals that's perfect and of course there will be situations where your your goals together with those that are putting pressure on you align but ultimately it is the one that you are putting on yourself that matters so they want you to go to the olympics and get the gold medal right you also want to go to the olympics to get the gold medal so it aligns but the point is that you're not doing it for them you're not going there for them you're doing it because i said i wanted to win the olympic gold medal so the first lesson from debbie mayor guys is that nobody can put pressure on you don't allow anybody to put pressure on you and of course um there was an olympic gymnast so i think it was um that we had also looked at at the podcast where you know she went to one of these olympic games absolutely flopped when she was preparing to go to the next olympic games she had to ask herself like why did i flop at the last olympic games and it was because she was competing for other people her family had sacrificed so much to get her to the olympic games to get her to where she was so that was where her focus was that was where she continued to look that was where she continued you know to place her attention oh i can't disappoint them oh i have to make them proud oh so she wasn't enjoying the game and it ultimately became what became a problem and of course everything came crashing down from there first lesson guys from debbie mayer nobody can put pressure on you number two lesson guys is every struggle is a blessing every struggle is a blessing you see this thing is all about perspective that's what i try to tell athletes it's all about perspective how do you see things so this is a debbie mayer who has asthma right asthma is one of these breathing um, um ailments you know that people struggle with where you know your lungs have issues and it's very difficult to breathe and it's very difficult to do all of those things right so this is a lady a young lady remember 15 16 struggling with something like this right and of course everyone around her can look at it that oh why is this happening to you now why is this why is that and look at all the downsides 
But guess what? When she went to the 1968 Olympic Games, it was held in Mexico City. And in Mexico City, Mexico is in high altitude. So it means that the hair is thin. So you're going to have difficulty breathing. You're going to struggle with breathing. Right? So ultimately, the person who all her life had struggled to breathe, had had difficulty breathing, was the one person who that thing never faced. That was the one person who that thing never faced. And of course, remember the episode we also did on Bonnie Blair, where we also talk about how, you know, uh, there are certain things that might go wrong. You might struggle with certain things, but it ultimately can lead to a blessing for you in terms of what you're going to achieve. Now, if Debbie Mayer did not have asthma, did not struggle with asthma previously, then struggling to breathe will be exceptionally difficult. And for the footballers who watch um, Latin American football, soccer, you know, w- when they are playing the Copa America tournament, and that those tournaments are hosted in Bolivia, Mexico, all these countries are in high altitude, it's always a struggle for them because of the breathing conditions. But you see, because of the attitude that Debbie Mayer had, she never looked at it or she never saw it as a problem. She never saw it as an issue. And of course, ultimately, at those Olympic Games, when everybody else was struggling, when everybody else was having difficulty breathing, what happened to her? She thrived. So, whatever it is that is going on in your life, guys, whatever it is that is currently happening, you see, I don't always want you to see everything as a downer. I don't want you to always see everything as an issue, as, as something that is a problem, as something that is... Just, just try to look on the bright side. Because you just never can tell that same thing might actually turn out to be a blessing. That same thing you've complained about. That same issue you've always had. You know, we looked at Emil Zatopek. Who, of course, I mean, this is a guy who was working in, you know, one of these factories or something. You see, working in the factory, he had to work in the factory to feed his family, right? To get money. Working in the factory made him so strong that he became one of the greatest distance runners ever. And we see various examples. Various examples. Various examples like that. So it's not everything that happens to you guys that is always a bad thing. There are times when you just have to look on the bright side and look that look, this thing might eventually turn out to be a blessing just like we saw with Debbie Mayer. So second lesson guys from Debbie Mayer, every struggle is a blessing. Every struggle is a blessing. Always look on the bright side. And the final lesson guys is it's always okay to walk away. It is always okay to walk away. Now this is an athlete who... At 16 years of age, becomes a three-time Olympic champion. So, obviously, at the 1972 Games, she was 20 years old, right? So, just coming into her own. You know, and you would have everybody would have thought, right, that she's going to want to defend her titles. She's going to want to become a legend. She's going to want to, you know, do this until at least her body cannot carry her. And that's the impression that we always have with a lot of these people. Like, you know, they will just continue to do it. They will just continue to do it. And what this happens or what this tells us is that even when we struggle with certain things in life, we never want to stop because we feel that we should continue. So going into the 1972, the year 1972, January, she decides that she's retiring. And of course, everybody was shocked. Like, are you are you kidding me? Are you joking? What do you mean you are retiring? You can't possibly retire. You're 20. You're a three-time Olympic champion. You have three Olympic records. You have multiple world records. What do you mean you're retiring? And she said, I'm retiring. Why? I don't enjoy it anymore. The thing that made her the champion that she was, 
enjoying practice, enjoying going to practice, enjoying doing the thing, she did not enjoy it anymore. And because she did not enjoy it anymore, she walked away. So you see, it's always okay to walk away, guys. And this doesn't even just apply to sports. Generally in life, it's okay to walk away. When things are not serving you, it's okay to walk away. When things are not, uh, you, you, you don't like things anymore, it's okay to walk away. So that thing that you love doing, not sports related now, that you don't enjoy anymore, that is becoming strenuous, that is becoming a problem for you, it's okay to walk away. Now you see, where the decision that you're making has life-altering implications, then of course you need to take a moment and you need to plan. You need to look at the big picture. So you can't say, oh, because I don't like my job, I'm going to resign from my job. So this is just an example now. I'm going to resign from my job. Okay, what are you going to be doing to earn money? What are you going to be doing to earn money? Oh, Tola said it's okay to walk away. And then you make that life-altering decision. You walk away and then of course it becomes a problem. So when it has life-altering implications, then of course it's something that you you need to rethink. If, for example, all her livelihood, so all Debbie Mayer's livelihood was tied to swimming, was related to swimming, that's how she was feeding her family and making money, obviously she might have been planning it from maybe 1970 so in the two years okay look i'm going to get as much money as i can because i know i'm not enjoying this again and i'm going to walk away so when it has life altering implications then you need to think about the big picture and you need to plan but generally guys when it's something that you're not enjoying anymore something that you don't fancy something that is not you know you don't enjoy the process anymore that's what she said look you know i go to training and it's hard i don't enjoy the training usually I used to be able to push through the training, but now I don't enjoy it anymore. And she walked away. That's the final lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Debbie Mayer. Because you yourself, you might be saying, oh, she should have just stayed. Maybe she should have won more medals. And of course, her coach, who went on to coach Mark Spitz. So we've looked at Mark Spitz on the podcast as well. Seven gold medals at the 1972 Olympic Games. That was the record that Michael Phelps broke, right? That coach said, look, if she had gone to those games, no doubt she would have retained her titles. But she still walked away. So that's the final lesson, guys. That I want you to learn from Debbie Mayer. So the three lessons is nobody can put pressure on you. Every struggle is a blessing. And it's always okay to walk away. It's always okay to walk away. Adley Pastor, guys, head over to the website. Check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there. All of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports. Learn about the business side of sports so that you can achieve your sports goals. So that you can achieve your sports goals if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does is that it tells other athletes that this is a good podcast right educational podcast where they would learn how to chase their goals the right way and of course when you subscribe the episodes get automatically downloaded to your device of choice so you don't miss any at any point in time athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe so you learn how to subscribe you'd also learn how to leave that rating and review athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe if you have any questions whatsoever send me a mail tola at athletemaestro.com tola at athletemaestro.com i'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing it's not enough you must do want to go out there I want you to learn all the lessons you can from Debbie Mayer. I want you to go out there and I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.